0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Kinda Queer podcast hosted by a couple of Kinda Queer folks. Today, I am joined by a special guest who, as far as I know, is pretty much talented at uh, literally everything. And so, if you would like to introduce yourself, I'll give you that opportunity now.
1: Hi, my name is MJ. Uh, My pronouns are they, them. I'm pansexual. Um, I wouldn't say I'm good at everything but (laughs) um i like art and music a lot so that's pretty cool
2: (laughs) yep
0: yep can confirm uh and also disagree you are good at everything (laughs) from what i can tell uh we went to high school together now we're in college because we're real cool college kids at this point
2: oh yeah
0: so i guess the first question i have because this is this is all about you we don't care about me anymore i already had my time i had my episode this is about you um but it's also partially about me still because the first question i'm asking relates to me because you are pansexual i'm pansexual uh, and i want to know how did you know that you were pan
1: um so actually i listened to your first episode and a lot of the things that you said i also related to which i thought was uh, a good time yeah um yeah <laughs> especially um when you said that you initially identified as bi because i know i did the same thing i didn't really know what pansexual was or you know that it existed at all um so i used bisexual for a while in my head not out loud to anybody mm-hmm. um and then you also said that you heard about Miley Cyrus being pansexual. Oh, thriller, really? And that was so funny because the same thing happened to me.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Miley Cyrus bringing people together. I don't know. Oh, That's yeah. great.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I remember um, I was in health class in eighth grade and my sex we were doing sex ed and my teacher said that miley cyrus was pansexual and then explained what it was and you know there was like little bells going off in my head so i was like oh, <laughs> oh might have to look into that one
2: <laughs> hold
0: on i think that might relate to me somehow i'm not quite sure yeah.
1: so then after that i just kind of you know did a lot of research mm-hmm. realized that i identified with pansexual more than um bisexual mm-hmm. but really now i feel like i just kind of um i just kind of identify as queer like i use pansexual if people want more detail
0: but yeah. i kind of just identify as queer you know mm-hmm. yeah i totally get glamorous. that yeah because if you say you're queer it's a lot easier for people to just know oh okay so this person is gay in some way doesn't really yes, matter exactly <laughs> and uh, they are
1: not straight
0: yeah that's kind of why i just came up with the title for this kind of queer because it's like that could be literally anything which i love oh, yeah <laughs> um so yeah that i find it's so i find it so funny that miley cyrus is also how you like found out about that that's that's great i don't even remember how i found out about it i just remember like seeing something about it like wait hold on what is this
1: (laughs) i remember the exact moment because in my head it just clicked you know because i I'd already been calling myself bisexual for so long Mm
2: -hmm. um
1: so that was just really funny
2: yeah
0: For sure. It's just so weird to me that Miley Cyrus, of all people, is the person that I can say helped me figure out my sexuality.
1: (laughs) Right? I mean, props to her, though. She's really helping us all out.
0: (laughs) Yes. Good job, Miley. If you're listening, which you're not, but if you are, give us a call. Give me a call. I'll get you on the podcast. It'll be great.
1: Can you imagine? You get a call from Miley Cyrus (laughs) tomorrow.
0: I would... I don't know what i'd do but i'd be happy i that's all i could say
1: it'd be a great time
0: um so yeah what was how like what was your experience when did you first know or at least think that thought that you knew uh that you like you liked multiple genders
1: um so i feel like the way that i was raised was pretty um like pretty neutral. I didn't really have any negative or positive experiences with like LGBT stuff. I knew that it existed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't, you know, I just kind of like never really thought about it. And then I would say once I got to middle school, I started to actually think about it a little bit more. Um, it wasn't like a huge revelation. I don't think I kind of just was like, Hey, I think that I just like who I like, you know, <laughs> I didn't really think about it too much, <laughs> Yeah, which I know is, um, not, I don't think that's very common I think that a lot of people have stories of them being you know younger and and really obsessing over it and really trying to figure out like like you know what they're feeling mm-hmm. um but I think that just because of the way I was raised I just kind of I, I was like yeah this is cool
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I was I was mostly just confused because like uh I like it, it was something that was never really talked about in my family or even really in my life because at that point schools didn't really talk about it. They still kind of don't. Yeah. Um but I was just I didn't really fully know. All I, I I just knew what gay was and I was like, I don't want to be gay because that comes with a bad connotation then now and I don't want that. And so I was like, no, no. And then I'm like, okay, wait, no, I'm bi. So I can say I'm not gay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um I I think that there is like a, like, I I can understand how um, boys and men in general, um, there's kind of more stigma, I feel like, around boys being gay
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um, than there is so, at the time I identified as a girl, um, than there is so for girls. I'm not sure why that is, like, I I think maybe it's because... um, the term like tomboy has always been kind of accepted, yeah, and that's kind of how a lot of like gay girls are perceived, you know, mm-hmm. like in media and stuff. Um, so I think that that made it easier for for girls to yeah come out as gay as opposed to boys.
0: Yeah, I also think part of it is like mostly just because uh, men are disgusting. And uh, they like it's for a long time they've like fetishized like lesbian stuff. And so they've they've kind of I feel like that just kind of became an okay norm even though it's not okay. And so I don't know. That's very
1: true. I agree with that.
0: Also, uh, how did you uh, come to the decision that you go by they, them?
1: So that's an interesting one. um still pretty recent uh i didn't start um using they them pronouns until after i graduated high school Mm -hmm. and my parents still don't know like technically i've never you know walked up to them and said hey my pronouns are they them yeah so they still use she um Mm -hmm. which you know it doesn't it doesn't bother me too much because it's i get it you know
2: yeah
1: um but i i think that i knew for a long time that I was questioning my gender since I was maybe in ninth grade.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um, I remember telling my mom that I thought that I was gender fluid, which at the time I was just learning about like different genders because I was doing so much research because I was, um, you know, just thinking about it a lot. Yeah. And she told me that I was researching too much and thinking about it too hard. And that it was influencing me and my, like feelings.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I was like, nice. Definitely not, uh, what I wanted to hear, but it's yeah. all good. So after that, I suppressed any <laughs> thoughts about my gender are uh-huh. you feel you the there. high school. Yep. I was just like, you know what? We're just not gonna, we're just gonna keep that in the closet for now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll deal with it at a later point. It's fine.
2: Yeah.
1: So, um, so then I kind of forgot, not forgot about it, but, um, you know, didn't didn't really um, do anything about it for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I think that once I started college, I I came here. I go to um, an all women's school, mm-hmm. and a lot of the students here are LGBT. There's a lot of other non-binary um, students here too. That's good. Yeah, it's great. I I was really surprised that there were so many, only because it, it you know it's called a women only school. <laughs> but um, yeah. there's a lot of other other genders here mm-hmm. which is great so I think that once I was surrounded by more non-binary people I was more comfortable admitting that I wanted to use they them pronouns mm-hmm. um, both to myself and to other people so since then I've been using them and it's a great time
0: <laughs> nice gotta of a great time yeah
1: oh yeah absolutely
0: yeah I I saw in one of your social media posts that like you were You were worried about going off to college and uh about people like i don't know accepting you or whatever um yeah i didn't that kind of came off as demeaning i didn't mean for it to sound like that no no or whatever you know
2: no (laughs) i totally get it
0: um so do you do you feel like that's definitely been alleviated then for you
1: oh yeah definitely i was really nervous about it um i i don't know i think it's just because i spent so long in high school, hiding that part of myself that I kind of have it or had it in my head that everyone was going to, you know, not really approve or be respectful Mm -hmm. of it. Um, So I was really nervous, but uh, everyone here is really nice and totally no problems with any of my pronouns or using MJ instead of Michaela and all that kind of stuff. So that's really great.
0: That's really good to hear. Yeah. I know I f- I found for myself, it's been like, it's weird how much easier it is for me to talk to people that I don't know about like my sexuality and things like that. And just mm-hmm. being more open about myself. Like, uh, I, as most people do, I have a lot of insecurities and whenever I'm around like new people, like those, secu- those insecurities are like so much easier to tackle than if it's with people I've known for years. Even if I know that they don't care or they wouldn't care, it's, I don't know why, but it's just a lot easier for me. Do you feel that way as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was actually just talking to my sister about that the other day. Um, I think that we get a, a version of ourselves in our heads that we know that everyone is used to. Mm-hmm. And so it's really difficult to kind of pull away from that and tell people, you know, the person that you thought I was, I'm actually not that person, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, So that's, that's part of the reason that, um, I don't push like my, my name switch or whatever, very much on my old friends, um, or people that, that, you know, used Mm -hmm. to know me as Michaela and as she, her, um, which totally isn't something that I am completely comfortable with. I know that I should be sticking up for myself, but at the same time, it's just so difficult that you just kind of
0: Yeah, it really forward. is. There like the way that I see it is like I don't I don't care to me the the thing that matters at the end of the day is that like you're still you. This person is still this person. It doesn't matter like what pronouns they go by or identify as it doesn't matter what their sexuality is at the end of the day it's still the same person like at the heart of it and so that's really all that matters to me
1: yeah i agree with that
0: what, what are some struggles that you've had coming out to people uh whether that be like in the past or newly or whatever that is because i know you've come out to at least some people
1: Yes, that is true. Most people I am out to now. Um, <laughs> my initial coming out story for um, being pansexual is actually kind of funny.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I've actually never really came out to my parents. I, I told my dad that I was going to homecoming with a girl, and that was that. He was like, <laughs> cool. And uh, my mom saw a poster in my room that said pansexual and proud when I was 14. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> it was like a little cringy, but it's okay um so that's how they found out and they you know whatever they they were fine with it um Mm -hmm. but i did a project in ninth grade where i had to introduce myself to my english class oh boy so at the end of my presentation i told everybody that I was pansexual and explained what it was. Uh And then I got very nervous because everyone was just looking at me and not, not giving me feedback about how they felt. So I started crying and I left the class.
2: Oh no. (laughs) But
1: um, but you know what? After that, everyone basically knew because it spread around school and that was kind of what I wanted to happen because I was shy and didn't want to have to consistently tell people that I wasn't straight, so it got the message out. So
0: <laughs> hey, you know, if it works, it works.
1: Oh yeah. So um, that was how I came out um, initially. Now I think that the the struggles I have are mostly internal things that I just worry about, um, mm-hmm. especially with being non-binary, which I also didn't really um, officially announce very much. I just kind of started identifying as non-binary, and people are just picking up on it you know yeah um so i think that most of it is me thinking in my head you know oh even if they respect my pronouns they're always going to think of me as a girl in their head that kind Mm -hmm. of thing um Mm -hmm. and just that thought is something that really stresses me out sometimes um (laughs) but other than that i think i've been fortunate to not have any bad experiences coming out um in terms of other people treating me any differently i don't know if you have had any bad experiences if you have i am so sorry for that
0: (laughs) no well i've only come out to like original i first came out to one of my friends and then that followed suit to another friend and then that went to a third friend so three friends that i've come out to and since then i've basically come out to the people that i've asked to to join me on this podcast and you are one of those people. <laughs> so well,
1: I'm honored to be one of those people. <laughs> uh,
0: yes. Yes. So I haven't had any negative experiences, uh, mostly because I just haven't really come out fully to like a large group of people yet.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think, you know, once, I think definitely once I'm in college, I mean, I'm in college, but once I'm like on campus and living, at college uh it'll it'll definitely like spread a lot more like i have i've bought like clothing that is just advertising my gayness (laughs) i have a shirt that's like don't talk to me i'm tired and queer or something like that and i've never worn it yet (laughs) but like i know once i go to college i'm gonna wear it probably like every week
1: yes absolutely I condone that
0: yeah it's just one of those things where it's like I know it's gonna happen eventually but COVID has slowed that down for me and that's that's been great
1: yeah that does not sound like a good time but at least you um you know you have that like ability to tell yourself that you're gonna get there eventually you
0: know yeah yeah some people don't have that luxury and I'm very grateful to have that um and if you're listening and you're still in the closet hello, you've got this, you can do it, I believe in you. <laughs> there's, there's my inspiration.
1: <laughs> and the other thing, too, though, is that, like, um, I feel like there's so much pressure on people to come out.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I, I wish there wasn't, because I, I just don't think it's something that you feel like you, or you should feel like you absolutely have to do, you know? Yeah. I feel, um, I
0: feel like it should just be part of the norm. Like, it's nothing, no spectacle. It's just something normal that people are like, they shouldn't have to say like, Hey, I'm gay. It's like, no,
2: who cares?
1: Exactly. And I know that, um, there's been, there's been some progress with like pronoun stuff a lot recently where, um, you know, cisgender people are putting their pronouns in their bio. So that way Mm -hmm. transgender people don't feel so strange about it, that kind of thing. And I think that's really good. Also just to know, um, you know, right off, right off the bat, someone's pronouns. Um, and also it's becoming, easier to just ask somebody their pronouns um without it being weird which i think is really good i just Mm. wish that applied to sexuality more too
0: yeah that's something that i've been i've been uh, practicing in full force by putting my pronouns in and uh i'm not asking for praise because there's some people out there that are like oh look at me i put my pronouns in my name (laughs) admire me it's like no shut the fuck up no one cares you're doing the bare minimum (laughs) yeah but it's, it's definitely a really good thing to do because it, it helps those people that aren't cisgendered. And uh, I've, been, I've been doing it everywhere. I've been doing it in like college Zoom calls. And even in, even in Discord, which is where we're recording this, I have it. So yeah, if you haven't been doing that, please do.
1: You know, what's really funny is that I'm I'm saying that, and I get really excited when I see pronouns in people's bios, mm-hmm. and I don't have mine in my bio on Instagram because I'm not out to my parents yep. as non-binary. Uh-huh.
0: I <laughs> so feel I, that.
1: So I post all this stuff about, like, you should put your pronouns in your bio, blah, 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 and I don't have mine in my bio, so I think that's maybe an indicator that I'm not cisgender because otherwise <laughs> I would just put them in there, but...
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I, at this point, I would 100% have, like, a rainbow flag emoji, like, in my bio or something like that. Mm -hmm. But there are people that follow me where I'm like, ooh, I'm not sure I want you to know. And and so I, like, I, like, go through the back alleys of Instagram and, like, direct message people like, hey, I want you to know (laughs) that I'm doing this thing. It's called the Kinda Queer Podcast. You should join so it's like it's like it's like a drug deal that i'm doing but with like gayness and i love it it's great which
1: is exactly the way that you messaged me and i was having a great time with it yes
0: exactly (laughs) see guys i'm a wonderful person i'm so great build me up on a pillar build me a throne it'll be great speaking of social media actually uh i wanted to know like what social media influences you've had and if like the things you've seen on social media have like Uh, Helped you with your confidence, or you know, done the opposite of that and destroyed your confidence. Uh, What's your experience with that?
1: First of all, that's a beautiful segue. We just did that so so wonderfully.
0: I I planned it from the very beginning. (laughs)
1: Um, so I would, I think that I mostly on Instagram, I have found so many like LGBT, especially non-binary accounts that were super helpful when I was initially questioning my sexuality and my gender. Um, and even now that I'm already out as pansexual and non-binary, um, continue to, um, inspire me and also support me because I, you know, I see that there's other people that think like me or are like me, Mm -hmm. um, which is really, really nice to, to have, you know? Yeah. And, and also, There's just so many cool, like interesting, beautiful people that (laughs) I, (laughs) that I follow now because I, you know, because I started doing that research and found all these people. And I think it's really great. Um, I don't think I've had very many negative experiences, which is good. Um, But I think that's mostly because you get to choose who you follow, you Mm know?
0: (laughs) mm -hmm, Yeah.
1: So that definitely helps.
0: Yeah, I know I am definitely on gay tiktok
1: uh oh,
0: me too. <laughs> no no question about it um any person that is under the queer branch i see it on tiktok yep. and it's great wouldn't change it for the world <laughs> um i know i also would say that like social media has definitely it's built up my confidence in ways like being on gay tiktok whatever you can make as many jokes about it as you want, but it's it certainly helped me because it's it's just uh, comforting to see how many people there are out there that are you know like confident and proud of themselves and are similar to me because that was that was my main issue uh, in the beginning where I, I, I needed like some sort of label because my brain couldn't handle not having that. And so yeah. seeing all those people, like, proud about their labels and having their labels, even those that are questioning, it's, it's beneficial for me. There are certain thing, certainly things about it, like, where my confidence kind of, uh, takes a few punches, but that's mostly just because of, like, my insecurities, like, not about sexuality or identity or anything like that. It's more so, like, my appearance and whatnot, but, mm-hmm. uh, I'd say overall, it's, been a positive influence for me
1: yeah that's really good tiktok is a fantastic time gay tiktok so good (laughs) um (laughs) it's also i like tiktok especially because i think that there's a lot of like funny videos about being lgbt that make you feel better about things that you're nervous about or insecure about but then you see that somebody else has the same problem and is like making fun of it and it makes you feel more relaxed Mm -hmm. so that's That's
0: really great. Yeah. Again, another fantastic segue here. Um, (laughs) uh, Because I've seen you on social media, um, I see that you do do makeup fairly often. And I wanted to talk to you about that just because I like it. And I think it's cool. So, yeah. What are your experiences with that?
1: Well, I also like it and think it's cool. (laughs) I'm glad we're on the same page. (laughs) Um, Makeup is interesting. So... I have always really liked makeup. I think it's really fun. And I think that it looks good on everybody. Um, and I get really excited when people, you know, want to do their makeup or want me to do their makeup. Uh-huh. Um. So I, I used to do my makeup a lot every day, would go crazy with it. Then I kind of stopped because once I started um, questioning my gender, I went through a period where I thought that I might be um, trans female to male. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And so I would get frustrated when I would put makeup on because it made me look more like a girl. Um, and so that was really difficult just because I already have feminine features, you know, and then putting makeup on top of that just accentuated them, which Mm -hmm. bothered me. Um, and then even when I started identifying as non-binary for a little bit, I still felt the same way because in my head, I wish that I looked more masculine, and then I could put makeup on while still looking masculine. You
2: yeah,
1: know? um man fuck
0: I... gender roles.
1: <laughs> exactly. I totally agree with that. Um so that just kind of was a weird thing, But now I definitely am getting into it a lot more. Mm-hmm. I think it's really fun. I am seeing a lot, especially because of TikTok, I'm seeing a lot more um, like cool, interesting looks. And I also have the confidence to actually wear them out in public. Now. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: um,
1: instead of just like doing it in my room and then taking it off right away. Yeah. So I think that's uh, really cool. And yes, I love I am so happy when I see boys wearing makeup, <laughs> because I think it looks so good.
0: <laughs> well, you know what, I, I tell you what, if we were doing this in person, you could have done my makeup before recording this and I Amazing. would have fully accepted that the yeah. thing is because I I did theater kind of I did I did the lighting for theater so I wasn't you know like out acting and stuff like that but it was like it was one of the traditions to have like to have the actors do the techies makeup for for oh, it really? so cool yeah and so like the first time they like they did that I was like oh I this is cool. I like this, and so I I like having makeup done, and I I've said this before, but I also like you know, uh, painting my nails and whatnot. But it's just something that I don't do because if I do it, I feel like even though, as I said earlier, fuck gender roles, I feel like it will definitely like out myself to others. It's like, man, can't I just can't I just enjoy my life? <laughs>
1: i totally get that i think that it's a it's an interesting balance because you you know you have these things that you really like doing and part of you you know condones it so so easily but then Mm -hmm. you still have that part that that holds you back from it and that really sucks and i'm really sorry that you're going through that um but i also totally get it so
0: yeah yeah for sure like um one of one of my things is uh i have this character of mine called grandma ryan Um, I'm sure you know about her because... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And I recorded, like... I've been recording a series uh, as her. And uh, I was like, you know, I'm going to fucking go to Target. And I'm going to buy some lipstick for this character. And so I did that. And it was great. And it added to the look. And it was just a nice thing because... Uh, I got to wear makeup even if it wasn't like for me for me it was still for me
1: yeah I think that's like a really that's a really creative way to be able (laughs) to do what you want to do but in a way that feels more comfortable for you um and also really I love it
0: (laughs) yeah grandma grandma Ryan is a fan favorite
1: (laughs) yeah um yeah I think that's really great I I'm always, I'm constantly trying to to break down that that stigma of like you know boys can't wear makeup that kind of thing, even if you're if you're straight you know like mm-hmm. it's just fun
2: yeah um, for sure and
1: I, yeah so it's it's really unfortunate that it's so gendered now um yeah. because like my my little brother he's um seven right now
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he has always liked to have his nails painted
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah so he he paints them all the time and at that age you know. You're so you're so young that you don't know if it's because you're um, queer in some way or you're just a kid and like bright colors on your nails. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And so he he likes to paint his nails. But my mom gets upset when he wears them in public. Yeah. So it's interesting and it's difficult because I have to, you know, continuously tell him. Mm-hmm. you know if you if you like wearing nail polish then just do it even if mom says no yeah because she's wrong <laughs> you know yeah um, that was
0: that was my experience as a child for sure i i loved having my nails painted and in in my case it was because i was queer i mean i yeah. didn't i didn't know it but it 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 turned out to be true so
1: i think in a lot of a lot of cases that's the case but um but at the same time, you know, there's always the chance that that, there, that it isn't. But yeah. oftentimes it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to mean anything. But it, it,
1: yeah.
0: a lot of times I'd say the statistic tends to lean in that direction.
1: Right, I agree with that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, my brother also, I did his makeup one time just because he saw me doing it and he asked me to do his. Mm-hmm. And so I did. And uh, kind of similarly, my mom she interrogated the hell out of me she really she thought oh. that i convinced that kid to let me do his makeup because she just couldn't like understand that a boy wanted his makeup done and i was like mom it's really not that deep oh my god
2: oh, <laughs> no
1: but it's okay yeah. yeah
0: well hopefully one day he'll be able to wear makeup and painted nails as freely as he wants
1: that is the goal, yes, with him and all boys.
0: Yes, yes, of course. Uh, how, <laughs> it's going to be a weird question, but how do you feel about, I mean, I, already, I I, can, with great certainty, predict your answer, but how do you feel about, uh, like, femme boys and uh, boys like wearing feminine clothing and stuff like that?
1: If your predicted answer is that is that I absolutely love it, then mm-hmm. you're right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yes totally 100% into it um (laughs) I think it's great boys and crop tops and boys and skirts are a huge yes for me yes are you kidding
0: I I agree 100% as a partially gay man yes I agree it looks so
1: good I I made a tiktok actually um a while ago about how I did not I couldn't make myself understand like being in a mindset where you did not think that looks good (laughs) Like I physically can't do it because it's <laughs> so amazing.
0: Yeah, I know. I I can't imagine it either. I don't know how someone looks in then at that and is disgusted. It's right. Like, what? How? No, that's fucking beautiful.
1: Yeah, and I also just imagine getting that upset about somebody's clothing choice. Yeah. Like that's. I don't know. It just seems so crazy to me. You know.
0: Yeah. There's so many people that just get upset with the smallest things that don't affect them in any way and it really makes me sad
1: right and it's like you know when you're when you're talking to people that are like that they're not going to listen if you say oh well that's not nice to these people you know Mm -hmm. um but even without saying that if you just want to talk to them on a selfish level like is that not tiring to get that upset about everything
2: (laughs) you're
0: putting in so much effort mental effort it's exactly. like why what's to be the...
1: angry all the time
0: yeah what do you gain out of this i don't think it's really anything
1: no i could never i can't imagine thinking like that
0: okay uh continuing on the path of uh segways even though this one's a little delayed because i wanted to ask about fenboys uh <laughs> we talked about your brother earlier so childhood right? Oh you gosh. following, I you follow? following?
1: Yes, I am following you.
0: <laughs> uh, great. Cause I, I wasn't sure for a second if I was following myself. <laughs> um, what, what are, do you have any like childhood stories, uh, that are fun or that you think like you can look back on and be like, oh my God, how did, how did I not know? You know? Cause I, I certainly had some of those.
1: Um, so honestly, when I was trying to think about this, I, I, can't remember much of my childhood. (laughs) I think I just have a bad memory, but Mm -hmm. I did think of a few things. One of them being, this is in retrospect because at the time I obviously didn't realize this, um, but I used to love watching the movie Pocahontas Mm -hmm. and Tinkerbell movies all the time. Mm -hmm. And when I'm thinking about it now, I definitely had a crush on both of them, like really (laughs) intense crush. I would watch those movies every single night Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and I never really knew why I liked them so much. Uh now I do. So that was really uh fun to find out. Yes. And on a more like serious not serious note, but um more related to my queerness, I would say, um is that when I would see, you know, on like TV shows or movies where they had like the stereotypical gay character which is like totally inaccurate but also that's all that i was exposed to when i was little
2: yeah
1: um i just remember going through this phase for like a year or two where i so strongly wanted to like be a gay man <laughs> because... <laughs> which sounds so strange but um it kind of circles back to what i said earlier about um wearing makeup and mm-hmm. feeling like i looked too feminine with it so i think i just liked the idea of like being more masculine and then being able to like make yourself look more femme yeah. after that you know what I mean Uh huh. um so that was like I was obsessed with it for a long time which is the weirdest thing to be obsessed over but it makes sense so
0: that's that's, that's great
1: those are probably my top two things mm-hmm. that I remember about being a kid I don't know if you have any great stories
0: <laughs> man I there were a lot of things um one thing you kind of touched on like you touched on like having a crush on pocahontas and tinkerbell and yeah. <laughs> i honestly i couldn't give you a specific character's name because my brain is like shutting down right now i don't know but <laughs> i i definitely 100 percent like had a crush on like uh guy, on like guy characters and like cartoons and stuff yeah and i was just like i don't i don't know why i didn't think about it then But I just didn't, I was like, oh, that guy's kind of cute. And Mm -hmm. then, and then like that thought just like vanished. It just went away. My brain never even brought it up again. I was like, okay, well, okay, cool.
1: (laughs) I know that, um, I think that's, it's interesting because when you're little, you don't really know what it feels like to be attracted to someone, you Mm -hmm. know, you're, you're so tiny and you don't have experience with that and you haven't learned about it. Um, so I feel like most of the time it's just, like, a weird infatuation with certain characters that, you you know, you're just like, oh, I just really like that character. And you, you can't explain why. Yeah. Because you don't have the words yet. You don't have the language. You just have the, the feelings. Um, 100%. So I think it's so funny to, like, realize, oh, yeah, I was obsessed with that character because I was in love with them, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, wait, I actually... Oh, okay. That makes so much more sense
1: now. (laughs) That's why I watched that movie so many times. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. Well, I don't have any more questions for you, but I'd like to open the floor. Uh, do you have any questions for me or is there anything that you would like to say to the audience in general? Just give them some nice words or whatever.
1: (laughs) Some nice words. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't think of any questions. I think we, we talked about a lot of fun stuff. You know, I was excited to mm-hmm. do this because um, I don't think that people get enough opportunity to just talk about being queer.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, you know, I feel like I, I talk about it quite a bit. It's a big part of my identity, mm-hmm. but um, I'm always worried that people are going to be sick of it after a while, you know? Yeah. So it's nice to have spaces to go to. To just literally just talk about being LGBT.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think we should have more of that. So I'm really happy that you asked me to do this. Oh, of for course. That reason.
0: I'm happy to have had you.
1: Yeah. Um. What do I want to say to the audience? I'm not sure.
0: Wait, I, I thought of a question. Oh, yes. I thought of another question. Go for it. So you and I, we're both similar in the fact that we're both pansexual. Um, yes, we are. I, I'm curious because... The definition changes all throughout the internet. Uh, what, what, how would you like, what, or do you think there is a difference between, uh, bisexual and pansexual?
1: That's a really good question. So this is something that I think about and talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it's changed since I, since I came out because I remember when I was in ninth grade and you know thought about being pansexual mm-hmm. i i could clearly tell that there was a difference between pansexual and bisexual because yeah. bisexual at the time i feel like was defined as just liking two genders any two genders it didn't have to be male yeah. and female, but that was um, most common um and pansexual was like liking everyone and not caring about their gender mm-hmm, at
2: all mm-hmm. um
1: and so that was really what i initially thought of as the definition but since then i feel like people are using bisexual to mean any gender also.
2: Yeah.
1: Which is a little strange, but also, I mean, you know, labels evolve all the time, so it's it's fine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I still feel like pansexual is different in the sense that it means that you literally don't give a shit about someone's gender <laughs> at all. Like, I literally am attracted to everybody.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Like, everyone is beautiful, and sometimes it's kind of hard, because I literally... <laughs> I don't know if you're the same way, but I just literally love everybody so much. And I think everyone is so attractive. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And also I think that um, pansexual is a lot more about like being attracted to someone in particular because of their personality Mm -hmm. in combination with the way they look yeah instead of just um you know like oh I like everybody because everybody looks really good you know yeah um so there's a lot more about like personality and I I think that I feel like I'm talking a lot but uh, (laughs) no no it's fine so I think that one of the things that I have thought about a lot is the fact that um I will sit there and think to myself about like girls Mm -hmm. and I'll be like Oh, they're pretty cool and then I'll think about boys and I'll be like they're pretty cool you know continuing with Mm -hmm. different genders Um, and I am just kind of like mediocre about it but then I start to think about the people that I have actually had like a romantic experiences with and I like can feel the attraction to that person you know what I mean Um, and so that's kind of a moment where I realize like recognize the difference between being pansexual versus bisexual mm-hmm. um because i think a lot of the times i forget that i'm not bisexual <laughs> yeah. just because you know it's just a term you hear more often and mm-hmm. also easier to explain to people um but yeah i would say that's probably the biggest difference that i notice. i don't know if you feel the same way or if it's different for you yeah
0: anything. for me i would say it kind of feels like the way that i kind of view it is similar to the way you put it where bisexual Essentially, to me, means like, well, you you can like you like multiple genders, mm-hmm. and you could like all genders, and pansexual is you literally just like all genders. Right. So like they there is an overlap because both of them can like all genders, um, and it's interesting for me because I like all genders, um, but the the weird thing is I do have like like I don't find all people like equally attractive like yeah. there're different definitely, definitely like some genders that I'm more attracted to than others right um but like 100% I could like any of them um, right but for yeah. me again it is like that I have to like know them well and like know their personality for me to like really truly become attracted to them like I'll say oh that that person's fucking hot as as hell dude <laughs> um but, uh, like, I won't truly, like, want, like, well, I guess, I don't know. I won't really be interested in them romantically unless I really know them and know their personality.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I think a lot of people have um, preferences within their sexuality. And I think that a lot of people don't approve of that. But I I think it's just natural. It's just yeah. how you're, you know, it's just how you respond, you know, like, I don't know. Um, like, I, I know that I personally... When I'm just thinking about myself being with somebody, it's definitely um, either usually a girl
2: mm-hmm.
1: or like a boy who's more feminine, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, which makes sense because of my rant about femboys earlier. Um yeah. I'm sure you can predict that one. But um, but but that doesn't mean that I'm gonna exclude other people if they, you know, if they they find their way into my life and then I I will like them.
2: <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: like it doesn't matter if like if if you have two bisexual people and they both like two genders male and female and one likes them 50 50 the other likes them 90 10 there's right. not there's there you shouldn't like have to like exclusively put a label or call the one person that's 90 10 not bisexual because they're still bisexual
1: exactly i agree with that i think that people there's a lot of like different opinions um within the lgbt community about that kind of thing
2: mm-hmm.
1: um but i agree with you i think that preferences are are fine and normal and it would be weird to try to deny that you have a preference
2: mm-hmm. um
1: when you clearly do you know yeah um so i think that's acceptable to have that kind of thing um i also thought of another question is there any more about the pansexual thing you wanted to talk about before i asked my next one though
2: no go ahead
1: okay um so this is in reference to your last podcast that i listened to Oh boy. Oh boy! um so you you were talking a little bit about transgender people and mm-hmm. how when you were you were young i don't know if you want to like sum up what you said again because you can probably do it better than i can um but uh basically you were saying that you kind of it seemed like you were saying that you see transgender people or you saw transgender people as like a separate
0: yeah gender. i i did originally which
1: mm-hmm.
0: um For me, like, on my end was, like, a mistake because I, at the time, I really just wasn't educated because I didn't know things. I was never taught anything. And so I I was, like, well, and so I I placed, like, because the way that I saw it, like, if if you were, like, selecting, like, your gender of, like, the gender boxes that they have for a poll or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. if there, like, there would be, like, male and then there would be like transgender ftm and like i would be like yeah those are two entirely different things but then like as i educated myself i'm like i i I realized like no these are they're both just fucking dudes Mm -hmm. who cares if they're transgender or not they're just
1: dudes i agree with that um so but i this is kind of like a controversial thing but to continue on the transgender thing and this Mm -hmm. might be a difficult thing to talk about just because it's it's something that's hard to you know like kind of kind of talk about without mm-hmm. sounding rude unintentionally yeah. um but I have always kind of been thinking about how people I've seen a lot of people get themselves into trouble by saying that they don't like to date transgender people because their mm-hmm. like genitals don't match their like gender um expression mm-hmm. and that's like a an interesting thing to me because um you know say say I'm straight or Clearly I'm not, but (laughs) pretend that I am.
2: (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So if I'm a girl and I'm straight and I see a boy that I like, and then I find out that they're trans and that they don't have, you know, like the sexual things Mm -hmm. that I like. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's an interesting situation. And I'm wondering if you have any thoughts about, um, about that, just in general, because on one hand, I agree with you. They're, they're men and, Mm -hmm like without a doubt you know what i mean um but i think that that's like a weird like disparity because like on you know do you know what i mean i do i do
0: (laughs) i i fully understand what you're saying
1: it's difficult to talk about
0: Mm -hmm. it is difficult to talk about because it's also hard to describe right um but yeah like i if i if i were in that position um not me as a straight person but just me as me I wouldn't care but I get that there are people that do right and I think that's because as we kind of talked about earlier um we're more attracted to the personality we care more about the personality than like the physical like human body right um so I think for me it's just more that I'm like more attracted to personality and then if the person is also really attractive great (laughs) but like but like there are some people where they legitimately like they i guess they think they are more attracted to the body right and so like they kind of i don't know because there are some people that are legitimately like they just really don't like penis or they really don't like vagina
1: exactly so if
0: there if there's a trans person that they don't like because of that i understand it um i certainly wouldn't jump on their boat um and if they're rude about it then that's a dick thing but if they just don't like it then they don't like it it's in the brain i don't think it's something they can really control all that much
1: right i agree with you i think it's just interesting because i've seen a lot of people get sort of like attacked for saying that kind of thing, like saying Mm -hmm. what you said um because it it seems like you're invalidating their their gender you know um so i just wanted to hear your opinion on that because i i agree with you i think that um as long as you're respectful about it you know it's not like a it's not a preference thing but it kind of is you know um just for people that that are more attracted to people based on their like body and parts which there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. you know that's that's how some people are um so i just think that's really interesting
0: I think at the end of the day, you should just try and have, like, a legitimate, thoughtful conversation with the person if you're in that situation. Like, talk about things and, you know, try and figure it out. Don't, don't just, like, run away at the sight of, I don't know, something you don't like. Try and, like, I don't know, work, work with it or talk about it, you know?
1: Yeah, that's true, too. There's definitely, like, solutions other than just not dating the person, you know? And I think that it's important for people to be open-minded, even if they're, you know, if they call themselves straight, if they find Mm -hmm. themselves in that situation, I think it's important to um, check out your options before you just immediately decide, nope, not for me, you know? Yeah.
0: I mean, as a communications major, uh, I'll just say, like, it really does just come down to communication.
1: Yeah. And respectful communication. Yeah,
0: respectful communication. And it can be really hard at times, but you should always, always try to... Practice respectful communication.
1: I agree with that. That's a good tip for all areas of life.
0: <laughs> yes, not just not just this little queer hole that we've put ourselves in.
1: <laughs> Although it's especially helpful in this. Situation. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, all right. Do you have any final words after talking about that?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm not good at closing <laughs> at closing things off. You know. I mean, yeah. this is a great time. It was a great conversation. Like I said before, I think it's really important that people have an opportunity to both talk about stuff like this and also just listen to it. Um, so I hope that whoever does listen to your podcast really enjoys just listening to people talk about being queer and, yeah. um, you know, like identifies with with what we're saying, at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really good. I'm really happy that you asked me to do this.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm glad you agreed to join this.
1: <laughs> Imagine if I said no
0: now nah, I don't want to do that. Alright, guess I'll just <laughs> do it by myself.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode. Uh, if, if you want to do another one in the future and you think of something you want to talk about, just let me know. I'd be down. Uh, and yeah, thank you for joining me. And thank you everyone for watching. Uh, this has been the Kind of Queer Podcast, hosted by a couple of Kind of Queer folks, but That was obvious, and uh, (laughs) thanks for watching.